The Smart Start Money Podcast. If the subject is about money and life or questioning the so-called experts on the subject, we open the conversations. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. This is the Smart Start Money Podcast. My name is Eric Flynn. With the price of automobiles skyrocketing in the United States, it should not come as a surprise the average car payment for a new vehicle in 2021 is now $563. American drivers are increasingly becoming poor due to the need for transportation. Although auto loans are leaving many people with little money left at the end of the month, it is not just the initial cost of a car that's the problem. Record high gasoline prices and maintenance costs are making car ownership increasingly a financial burden. Stick around for today's podcast episode as I talk about the average car payment. Before I get started on this podcast episode, if you like the podcast, please remember to subscribe. You can also visit the website at smartstartmoney.com for articles on life and money. This podcast episode, I wanted to talk about the average car payment because I recently purchased a new vehicle and in my kind of research for everything, I really started to think about what the average car payment is for people these days. And it's a, it's an amount that, that I'm certainly not willing to, to pay because when you look at how much it is, you know, with the average being this year, $563 a month for car payment. With the average American car owner having a progressively challenging time financially with vehicle ownership, you know, with a $563 a month payment, there really should be a lot of concerns for the future and how these high car prices are, you know, how they're going to impact daily life socially and economically. It's just the car prices are so high these days. And that's why that payment is so high. And when you look at it, I, I did a, a previous podcast that you can look up on the, basically our new cars today, are they worth the price? And quite honestly, they're not for the prices they're going for. I would say, yes, the transmissions, the engines, they're probably running a little bit longer on a few manufacturers. But overall, the build quality on cars for the prices people are paying it's just, it's awful. I mean, look at all the plastic they put on cars these days. All the molded plastic because it's cheaper and that stuff fades and it cracks and it wears out. The real price in cars is all the technology that people are paying for. And that's also the stuff that's expensive when it breaks. So the build quality of the car itself isn't any better, but the technology is. And that's why the prices are getting so high. I will say that, yes, the technology is helping with, you know, fuel economy and safety, but a lot of it as well, it's just not really adding to any of that except the cost of automobiles themselves. It's really just gotten things out of control that I really just started to look into the problems of, you know, what the average auto loan is. You have to ask yourself, you know, what is the average term for auto loans, because it's not just the payment. And with the average auto loan for a new car at $563, you might think that, you know, buying a used vehicle is, is different, but the average for those isn't far behind with a median monthly payment of 
$397. And according to Experian, the average interest rate for a new car loan right now is 4.09%, while used transportation has a rate of 8.66%. And the average loan length of a car payment is 70 months for new cars and 65 months for used. Those high car payments, not only are they they high, but they're for a large length of time. The average monthly auto loan payment, quite honestly, has climbed about 25% over the last decade. And this is all while previous auto loan terms were, you know, typically three to five years. And this has now been replaced with auto loan payments that often last six years or more. Now, I have to be honest here, the average auto loan payment, it's a problem. The cost of new automobiles is now estimated on average at around $40,000, while a, you know, on average, a used one, people are paying $25,000. Although some of this pricing can be attributed to low inventory and a shortage in microchips for, for vehicles at the present time, the increasing cost of buying a car has not leveled off and it likely won't for really the foreseeable future. The problem with this is the dependency so many people have on the use of a car for daily life. Transportation is needed in most areas around the country to get back and forth to work and and school. The real problem here with the price of vehicles today and their loan terms is it's increasingly leaving many families with less money at the end of the month. The smaller amount of money to save for retirement or higher education. With the average auto loan at $563, this is close to $7,000 per year for a new car and the payment you know, is regularly for six or more years. Because most new vehicles historically depreciate by about 50% after the first five years, this is leaving many people with something, you know, they're just throwing their money away on. I do understand some people live above their means by buying new cars with outrageous monthly payments. And I wouldn't even say some people, I would say a lot of people. But even people that purchase a moderately used vehicle can you know, expect to pay close to $28,000 after six years. And this is all while about 21% of the country has no retirement savings. And 39% of people have no savings at all. With the median income in the United States between fifty dollars and $60,000, people are paying a large portion of what they earn in order to drive a car. And this is a problem because it leaves most middle-income families with no financial security. It leaves most car drivers with no room for error when it comes to paying their bills on time and planning for the future financially. Many financial experts would argue that a person shouldn't spend more than 10% of their monthly income on auto loan payments, including insurance and fuel. It doesn't take long to to do the math to understand that much of middle America is likely extended when it comes to owning a vehicle and particularly a new one. 
just the payment alone already puts most car owners at their 10% threshold. And it doesn't even include the, the fuel, the insurance, and the maintenance costs. Although 10% of a person's income is often used as a good starting point to afford a, a, a car payment, it doesn't really consider the length of a loan or the interest rate. Because people are taking out longer loans to purchase a car, they're paying more for them. Payment isn't everything when looking at the financial sense of purchasing a vehicle. Most car salespeople would like you to believe this is the case, but it simply isn't. Car payments are increasingly leaving people poor. With auto loan payments, you know, 500 to 600 a month or more on average for either a new or used automobile, it's leaving most middle-income families without financial security. And the reason for this is historically wages have remained flat for some time now when the cost of living is taken into consideration. This doesn't even factor in the rapid inflation the country's currently experiencing. The real issue for the future and the requirement for much of the country to have a car is affordability. Prices for vehicles, are, they're not likely to go down in the future. This is only going to result in even more expensive transportation with longer loan terms than they already are. As owning an automobile becomes more expensive for the middle class, the only answer to getting transportation will be to extend the terms of auto loans. Paying on a car for you know 72 or 84 months is already too long, taking their rapid depreciation into account. Eight years or more of having an auto loan could be in the future for many consumers at even a more expensive average monthly payment than it is now. Having to rely on a car for transportation is only going to be a big problem going forward with the direction the economy is currently in, combined with increasing automobile prices. The problem with this is... It will hurt almost all middle-income America that, quite honestly, require a car for transportation. With an increasing number of employee, you know, employers cutting back on benefits for health care coverage, retirement savings, and higher education, more people are having to cover larger expenses every day. The cost of car ownership, unless something changes, is going to hurt a large portion of the country going forward. An economic question that should come up with owning a car is what happens when most people can't afford to, to drive any longer? There was a time in history where only affluent people could afford to own an automobile. And I guess my question here is, is this where the country is headed? Are only wealthy people going to be able to afford to drive a car in the future? I don't believe America will get to the point where only wealthy people can afford to drive. The infrastructure of the country, it's, it's built for daily commute. The more likely result is going to be very long-term loans for cars at lower rates with higher payments as the cost of car buying keeps rising. If something more drastic does occur and most people simply can't afford to drive, 
complete economic collapse, it's likely to occur. This is unless better public transportation infrastructure is built in every city around the country, which, from a cost standpoint, is next to impossible. As the prices for cars keep rising and auto loan terms keep being pushed out farther, more people are going to have a challenging time owning a car. This is regardless of the price for repair costs and fuel. Although it's generally best to buy a used vehicle and avoid the depreciation of a new one, even a good used vehicle is rapidly rising in price, making it challenging for many consumers to drive without some type of payment. Flat wages for much of middle America in combination with growing prices for auto repair is is also not helping with owning a car. With the average auto loan payments, you know, between four and $600, a growing number of consumers are driving around in their, their future, their future of financial security. Auto loan payments are making it difficult for people to afford a home. Moreover, the increasing cost of car ownership is likely going to leave many middle-income families with much less money when they need to retire and can no longer work. Something needs to change to make car ownership more affordable. For most of America to not become more car poor than they already are, something needs to change in the future to make owning a vehicle more affordable and not more expensive. Either wages need to start increasing drastically along with other living costs, such as healthcare and education, or the price of owning a car needs to be more sustainable. I don't really see corporate America, you know, consistently raising wages and offering more benefits in the future. The wheel has already been set in motion with more job outsourcing in a global economy with the basically the chase for the lowest competitive price while enriching politicians and shareholders. The problem with this is auto manufacturers also belong to the corporate profit center. What car manufacturers need to start realizing along with corporate America, is the same thing Henry Ford did, which is to make automobiles affordable to almost everyone. Thus, the vehicles might be sold at a lower price, but a larger number of them. And the result is a larger profit. Car manufacturers need to stop loading up their vehicles with technology that is not required and only raises the build cost. They need to stop putting things in vehicles that wouldn't, you know, compromise reliability or safety and only reduce costs. Automakers need to figure out a way to make cars at a more affordable price. If this doesn't start to happen soon, there will be a cost to pay in the future and most of middle America will be paying the ultimate price. The price will be a comfortable retirement in the future for their family. Thanks for listening to the Smart Start Money podcast. If you like the podcast, please remember to subscribe. You can also visit the website at smartstartmoney.com for articles on life and money. Let me know your thoughts on the average auto payment. You can send any comments or questions directly to me at eric at smartstartmoney.com. On the next podcast episode, I'll be talking about why car buyers can't factory order a new vehicle online. 
In some states, you can order a Tesla on the internet, but all other manufacturers still require buyers to visit their local dealership. My recent car buying experience has led me to research the reasons behind why you can order just about anything on the internet with a click of a mouse today, except you can't factory order a new car.